Good afternoon, Patriots, and welcome to Bended Knee. This is Wednesday, February 16th, year 2022. I want you to hear a quick clip coming up of an update from Canada just before we begin today. MyPillow.com, MyPillow.com forward slash Bards is the Bards Nation landing page. Your promo code is Bards, B-A-R-D-S. Check it out and take advantage of the many savings that are there, and there are many, and support a company that truly supports liberty with every dollar you spend. Also, The the Founders Bible, thefoundersbible.com. Your promo code there is Bards, B-A-R-D-S. You'll save 20% on those Bibles printed in USA with our founders' documents worked in a true heirloom, heirloom Bible. So again, thefoundersbible.com and promo code BARDS. And finally, Expedition Cafe, Coffee, Expedition Coffee, XPED, is the coffee for BARDS Nation. It's a coffee designed for the warriors of, of this time to boost your health, keep your mental focus all day long. And there's other great products on that site to boost your immune system and keep you healthy during this COVID crazy period. Again, expeditioncoffee.com. Patriots, we are watching Canada slowly tighten the noose in terms of tyranny. And I think it's something already that we've noticed that there's been some false reports coming out of that somehow this emergency acts wasn't enacted. You have the idealist saying that it wasn't just. I need to be very clear about something. When you're dealing with tyrants, just is not in the equation. What is right by the people, what is right by the laws is irrelevant. So you need to really keep that in mind. People are having a very hard time processing the magnitude of this evil. And it's difficult for them, I think, to get their head around the fact that all these governments in the world are in unison lockstep to expose evil, including much of the military. It's, and they're being teased right now because this was all part of the plan. They're reducing, they're lifting the COVID restrictions. Canada was the trigger. It pushed the limit too far, so they're now pulling back. And so foolish patriots are thinking this is a victory. As I keep saying, the authorities are not removed from them, the authorities to launch these things. Rather, what they're doing is simply lifting the restrictions and in the same breath telling you what's coming next. Austria... Major General Streidinger has now said that he expects to have a fourth vaccine injection mandated by the fall to achieve 90% injection. The latest report from Project Veritas from an FDA person representative has said that they expect to mandate the vaccines here in this country, the bioweapon, and make it mandatory for once a year but they don't want to let people know yet because they're afraid to freak them out. You have to see what's happening. They're playing people's emotions. It's always give a little pullback, give a little pullback. And they give a little to get people's hopes up and then they crush it. But the injection war is not stopping. Mandates are the fool's errand. Don't be fooled by trying to say stop the mandates and save humanity. It ain't going to happen. So, Let me play this update from Ottawa. Two minutes, 21 seconds. Here we go. What's up, guys? I'm just cruising in Little Sask here as usual. But uh, just heard Trudeau. Yep, they're giving them bigger guns 
The problem has not been that they don't have the tools, Justin. The problem has been that they don't want to wield evil tools because they are actually here. They're not in the ivory tower with you as you push around your fictional armies on the board where I have the power to do this, I have the power to declare them. The media has helped me declare them with the help of my photographer to brand them as Nazis and the help of lunatic Mayor Watson to say that it's a violent occupation. And then the hystericalized public of Ottawa can call in saying, oh my God, they're beeping their horns. My eardrums all explode every night in terror. That doesn't happen. All we've done is lower crime here, but the demonization campaign continues. The fact is, no one's been listening, Trudeau. The tools are not the problem. The problem is that patriots become cops. Patriots become RCMP. Patriots become OPP and Ottawa Police and Durham Police and Peel Police. And all the people you hope to carry out this, guess who's here? Their mothers, their families. You think they all want to wear masks their whole life with no metric except you sitting there going, don't worry, it'll all be over once 100% of us are vaccinated with something that our top doctors can't even endorse anymore. And they can't say anything, so I can't even use medical advice to tell you to get this vaccine. Just the fact that I'm a tyrant going to grant you freedom when I get 100% participation. We know it's about the digital ID, Justin. We're not idiots like you. I know you live in your bubble, your ivory tower up there in Parliament, and we know that there's foreign interests that forbid you from ever doing your will. We don't care. We don't care who you agree with or how long this takes. We're here forever, and the cops know we're peaceful, and they know that there's no crime where truckers are. This is a peaceful movement. We're not leaving. It doesn't matter how many tools you give them, how many... Oh, it's a double emergency. Next week, we're going to... It's going to be a mega emergency. We're going to use the military next week. The military, our patriots, too, us, and everywhere you turn, you're just in your ivory tower pushing around those fictional armies that you think are loyal to you. They're not. We're Canadians, dude. What do you see around here? Do you see Nazi flags? No, only your photographer does, and only the media... And zombies who won't turn off their CBC TV. We're patriots. They're not following your orders. We're less scared now than ever. But guys, I will remind you, you do need to get down here. Sitting there, getting comfortable, saying, I'm proud the truckers are there. They need your support. Get down here now. Absolutely. And that's the key piece right there. Is that you've got the front line, the vanguard that's up there holding the line. And that has to start happening across the world. That not only do you have the vanguard stepping up, but you have the people stepping up. This system that we're being forced into does not work unless people comply. And sadly, there are many still locked in that matrix believing that it is the right thing. They want their life of convenience. They want their little safe world. And the safety has been brought to them by virtue of a injection and promises of a UBI, universal basic income, and and the pointing of the finger at fellow countrymen, calling them terrorists and tyrants, when the tyrants themselves are the ones who are manipulating the strings. Our greatest mission right now is to continue to spread the light among the people, to let them see clearly and have them be aware of what's going on. That takes prayers and that takes vigilance on our part. Because this is not a war of steel. This is a war of sword of the spirit. And we must never underestimate the power in taking our case before God and making our pleas for mercy and awakening of the many. If we cross that line, then it will be God's will. But for now, we are holding that line in the sword of the Spirit, and we will wield it viciously and precisely. For God has brought a sword to the earth, and he has divided us like the wheat from the chaff. And we are now seeing quite clearly what is going on. We continue to see more clearly each and every day. 
It is now 11 minutes after the hour. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we are assembled here today, and we all feel that weight, that pressure, that weight that's being put upon us by this tyranny. And yet we know that it's just a little inconvenience because when you are in play, Lord, as we know you are, this tyranny has no match. And so we put ourselves before you on this day, Lord, to tell you that we're here as you know we are, but our hearts are open and we're vigilant and we're going to keep fighting. For we, as said in in Ephesians, awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead and Christ will shine on you and Christ is shining on us, Lord. So we ask as we walk this path in our love and intimacy with Christ Jesus that we have the strength that Christ had in that final walk. In those, at that moment when all of those around him turned against him, disavowed him, stoned him, spit on him, let us all realize the power of holding that type of a line. For it takes only a few to awaken a world. And the strength and the dedication of that walk Christ gave us, showed us, demonstrated to us, is the empowerment of us within. It's the true awakening of who we are. Give us that strength, O Lord. For Father, as we are here, we know this is not going to be something that goes away easily. We know that this evil is not going to relent. And we know that we're going to need that resolve that Christ Jesus had in that final walk to be able to see this to the end. And we're not afraid. We're ready. We're ready to carry the world to that next place. We're ready to carry the burdens of their sins if necessary. For what you offer us is much greater than anything of this world. For we are not of this world. And we are reminded in John 14, 12, Truly, truly, I say to you, the one who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these he will do, because I am going to the Father. And so it is these things that we seek to be greater in the works in this world, to heal the many, to awaken the many, and to be the many amongst the masses to be those lights, those lamps on the hill, to bring, be that force, that voice, that presence that people look to and say, what do you have? How can I get it? And we know because it's there for everyone. It's the love of our Savior and it's the love of you, Father. Father, we understand our mission is clear here. It's not one that has ever been easy. Sadly, we've assumed that it was easy. We became complacent. We dropped our guard. We stepped away from accountability. So please forgive us for these steps. But now as we awaken and we stand before you, and we stand before this evil, we understand very clearly what it will take. And for... Those that tremble, we just pray that they can feel that love in their heart to understand that walking with you, there is no fear. That we will persevere because we have been given dominion over evil. We've been given the authority to step on snakes and scorpions. And we will march fearlessly into this fight. 
Lord, we know that this enemy cannot succeed unless we willfully comply. And we also know that there are many that will comply because they have lost their way. So we take very seriously our mission, Father. Occupy the land, expand the kingdom, and we show. I sit here today, and all those that join me, I say these words, send me, Father, send me. For this is time that we all rise in your glory, in your name, in the sacrifice and glory of our King, Christ Jesus, to be heard, to be counted, not to sit on the side, not to find our convenience in being a spectator to this fight, but instead to be active in this fight, in this war of the Spirit. Let the many unite. Let the fellowships be made. Let the power of prayer heal. Let our words be heard. As we know you hear us, let these words be heard and felt across this earth, across the many, whether they feel alone, afraid, walk in darkness or in shadows. Let us raise them up. Let us all start to feel and realize what it is to be your children. For that time is now that we must speak. We must speak in one voice, in one body, in the body of Christ. So, Father, we extend our prayers today for the Canadians who continue to hold the line. Please continue to give them strength and your blessing. We are so deeply humbled as we watch our brethren north embrace your love in so many different ways. Let us not judge the form in which we seek you. Let us admire the glory of your hand and how so many now are turning to you. And how the most unexpected things has turned a nation. Truckers have awakened the love in you, Father. Who would have ever imagined? And as we look across our fields and we realize how many pulpits have been turned against you, let us listen to the many voices and let us listen to our heart of how much Christ has grown within us and through us. For that, Lord, we are so deeply blessed. We truly are. What an amazing time you have given us to live. To see the love grow from the ground up, not from the pulpit down. To see the true desire of intimacy being sought by so many. Even when they don't necessarily know where to turn, they know one thing. They turn to you, God. Let us find each other. Let us connect with each other. Let us find that fellowship. Give us the temperance and the grace. For we don't all speak the same language, but we seek the same love. Let us find the respect in that. And through that, let us find the common bonds that bring us as humanity back together to heal the wounds, to find the strength, and to be greater than we ever imagined we could be. We say these things in your glory. We say these things in humble humility for all you've given. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Patriots, our greatest weapon in this war is unity. And we have to understand that each step that we make, they, in one way or another, have probably factored in. I hear a lot of chatter right now about how 
the truckers aren't making an impact because it's exactly what they wanted. That's not true. And that's a short-sighted and very shallow view of what's happening. What Canada has done for the world is to show what defiance, not compliance, looks like. But more than that, what Canada has shown the world is what unity and fellowship brings because it brings us to the love of God. Canada is standing strong. We need to quit dissecting what they're doing and trying to say it's wrong. We need to mobilize, more mobilization. It's not one thing or the other. It's all things together. If somebody wants to blockade the news media, blockade the news media. If you want to park your truck, park your truck. If you want to do a convoy, do a convoy. The biggest thing is that we keep the motion forward of defiance. They have to have our compliance for this to work. And it doesn't mean that the choices that we will be given will be easy choices to make. But God will always give us a way out. There's no question about that. And as he gives us the way out, it doesn't mean that it's one that we are excited about. It's not the one that we will easily accept. Remember, 1 Corinthians 10.13, no temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. And that's a profound statement in itself because it's saying that there's nothing new under the sun. And it continues, God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. Enduring doesn't mean you get to have popcorn on the couch, but it does mean we will persevere. There is going to be a great undoing in this time. And much of what we are seeing is we have to make a choice. Do you want the technology, which is based truly on Satan? Or do you want the freedom of the things that are done in God's way? You have to go back to go forward. And so the two paths are before us. Meta, tyranny, enslavement. Simpler ways, simpler living, love for one another, unlimited potential, love of God, the intimate relationship with Christ Jesus. It's not difficult to choose. It's just difficult to walk if we aren't listening to God. So listen. This is a beautiful time. And it's not going to be easy, but as long as we stand boldly together and accept that there must be justice, for those that are pursuing justice through a system that they control, you're being foolish, and it isn't one that will ever work. We must seek the true justice which comes through the hand of God. That is our role here on this earth, to take our case to God to make our pleas to God, not to these institutions of men. And in the end, and in the end, we will win this with God, right by his side, and we will be by his. But we have to be so bold as to realize that we cannot continue to accept ourselves as a subclass under a ruling class which themselves are inferior to God. We are God's children. We have dominion over evil. We must embrace that. And that's a glorious place to be. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into this fight. This is an amazing, amazing time to be alive. And as heavy as the world may seem, 
It's just part of getting us closer to him. We're losing our attachments to what they trapped us with, and it's our prayers that tie us to the rock of faith that allow us to watch this storm and to be solid and not get knocked over. We're not building our houses on sand. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. But our trust in him has to be deeper than ever. And we have to embrace the mission that we're here for. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. And there, God wins. I'll see you this evening for Bards FM. Until then, or until the next time. God bless. And out for now. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, This country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept 
the energy, the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. 